Hello, and welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I'm Jen Hansen DePaula. I'm Marcus DePaula. And Jen, recently you spoke at an online author meetup, and you got some great questions. And one of them was, what should I do for my marketing plan if I'm actually leery of using social media for whatever reason? And whether or not you are using social media, which social media is obviously one of the best ways to connect with people. That's why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. We thought we'd offer some additional options that authors could try as part of their marketing strategy that actually don't involve social media. Yes, because something that we often forget is that social media hasn't always been here. There used to be a time when we didn't even have the option of connecting directly with people. I specifically remember a time when I was working at the record label in the music industry and we were all sitting around a boardroom table, one of the marketing people said, I just wish we could talk directly to people. I wish we didn't have to go through these gatekeepers and you know all of these other people. And here we are. Yes, it can be scary to put yourself out there on social media, but when we adjust our mindset and realize that we're able to connect with people directly, it really opens the world up to you and your book. Yeah. And just to give some context of where we are now compared to where we used to be, before the only way to sell a book was in a bookstore, you had to get it on a shelf. If you were lucky, you got it on an end cap. There were all these relationships and things that had to happen between the publishers and distributors and all that stuff. And then to get the word out about your book, what would they do? Like magazines, newspapers? Yeah. And try to get you on the media circuit and trying to get you on national TV and stuff like that. And that still is done. But when it comes to an online presence, you need to be where people are already hanging out and people are already hanging out on social media. And so when authors say that they're leery of social media For whatever reason, some people are leery because they want privacy. Some people just feel uncomfortable putting themselves out there, what have you. There are, you know, so many different reasons. But if you're not going to use social media, you need to really adjust your expectations Mm. and realize that social media, even though it is work and it does take some time to reach people, you are reaching a global audience. You aren't just reaching a smaller collected group of people at a time. It's something that publishers are looking for. You need to remember that if you are going after an agent or if you really want that publishing deal, publishers and agents are looking at your social media presence because they rely heavily on that to market your book. And so it's something that you need to remember and to think about as you ponder what you want to get out of your book, what you want for your book. So it's something that you really have to kind of adjust your expectations a little bit. And I think we've talked about this before on a previous episode about how there is this unrealistic expectation by many authors where they think once a publisher signs me as their author, 
I don't have to worry about marketing anymore mm-hmm. at all. All I need to do is write my book. And that is simply not the case. No. And there are some publishing houses that don't even have marketing teams. Yes. Really? Some of the bigger ones do. Yeah. But there are many smaller imprints and smaller publishing houses that don't even have a marketing team. And so you need to remember whether you're signed to a traditional publishing house or if you're self-publishing, 90% of the marketing responsibility is going to be on your shoulders. It's all about who you're connected with. And social media is one of the best ways to actually reach a mass audience fairly quickly, as opposed to not having that and trying to go to one place at a time to reach people. And there's much more potential for reaching more people directly through social media, Mm -hmm. which is why we focus on it. And if you think of the flip side of that, okay, what are my options if I'm not using social media? You've got newspaper, magazines, TV, the chances of a new author getting on a TV show are very slim. Very, very slim. Unless it's a local TV show. Like we have local TV shows here in Nashville that that authors are on all the time, but getting picked up by the Today Show or whatever, that's not realistic. Yeah. And it's something where if you are a fiction author especially, Mm. it's very difficult to get that national media attention unless there's some huge hook or... Or story behind you as an author. It's not impossible, but it's very, very difficult. And it costs a lot of money because for a fiction author, you definitely need a publicist. For nonfiction authors, you can use your area of expertise that you're speaking into with your book to get on TV shows or in specialty magazines or something like that. And people like Mary O'Donohue, who teach authors, nonfiction authors, how to do that. But it does take work. It's not something that just automatically happens. And just like anything, it takes time. Too. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so once we have our mindset adjusted and we understand the reality of what we're going for, if we choose not to rely on social media as our primary means of marketing our book, how can we actually reach people without social media? Well, it's not a one-size-fits-all answer. Again, we go back to it to our ideal reader. When you know exactly who you're talking to, you're going to know where they're hanging out or what they're doing or where they buy their books or how they buy their books. And so it's something that you have to really dig in and even ask people who kind of represent who your ideal reader would be, asking them, where do you find new authors? Where do you discover new books? And many times you'll get ideas from that thinking, oh, I need to go talk to my local librarians or I need to, you know, do this or that. So knowing your ideal reader is the key to knowing where you need to be both online and offline. So you mentioned reaching out to your local librarians, and this is something you've talked about before too, Mm -hmm. starting local. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Probably the absolute best thing that you can do, especially if you don't know where to start or if you're feeling overwhelmed and you just don't know what to do, start where you're at and think about a radius around your hometown. 
like maybe a 15-mile radius where you can contact your local librarians, your bookstores, local organizations that might be a good fit for your book. So really thinking about what is there around you that you can tap into to start the marketing process because that really starts to get the ball rolling because librarians are a fountain of information. Booksellers are a fountain of information of giving you ideas and different people to connect with and different groups, book clubs or organizations or other people that you can be in touch with that might help you spread the word about your book. And depending on where you are, there may also be local author meetups. Absolutely. And once you get into the local meetup scene, a lot of times there are these annual or seasonal events that you could speak at. And of course, there are also larger national and international events that you could speak at. So that's another thing that I've been able to get into Mm -hmm. in the podcasting world, and you've been able to get into online as well. We have grown our audiences through being able to speak at these events about what we do. Yeah, and that's something that didn't come naturally to me, but since watching you get this very attentive audience fairly quickly through these speaking events, even in COVID, (laughs) you know, being online, there are so many opportunities now, especially that there are online, you know, speaking engagements, there are meetups, there are even conferences that are being held online, but also keeping in mind that you need to submit topics and ideas well in advance. This isn't something where you see an event happening and then say, oh, I want to go speak at that. Next week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So really thinking ahead about those speaking engagements and getting involved early and signing up for those conferences to see, oh, you know, would I be a good fit here maybe next year or, Mm. you know, the year after that. So it's something that does take some forethought and some planning, but speaking engagements are also a great way for authors to grow their audience and to get word out about their books. And I've had a client of mine who uh, consults for businesses with marketing, and he also recommends speaking at conferences to not just gain notoriety, but to develop your voice yes. as an expert if you're a nonfiction author, but also your voice as a storyteller if you're a fiction author. But he does point out that it starts with attending the conference. Yes. Don't think that you can just jump in and, and become yeah. a leader in the space. So it again, it takes time. So start getting involved yes. as soon as you can. I think that that's actually an excellent point because – There are so many times when I talk with authors who want something to happen right away and it's like, okay, the best thing to do is just to get involved. You aren't going to, like you said, jump up and be a star right away. You need to know their process. You need to know what they talk about. You need to know what kind of pitches have already been made. So how can you make yours stand out and make it different? Because if they had someone speak on a specific topic one year, they're not going to want that year after year. They want to know, okay, how are you going to make this different? How are you going to make this better? Absolutely. And it's not just about making your topic stand out. It has to be relevant to that audience. And this, again, gets back to your ideal reader. Mm -hmm. If you can go to these events where you know your ideal reader is, it'll be so easy for you to come up with topics and 
descriptions and titles, which is so important for grabbing not just the attendee's attention, but the organizer's attention of, wow, this person has something really powerful to say. I need them to help me bring people into my event. Absolutely. And understanding the type of people that the event organizers are trying to draw in. Yes. Understanding their audience and understanding what the organizers are looking for and how they want to be pitched Mm -hmm. a story. So educating yourself on that is very, very important. It really is a huge opportunity because there are so many events. And at some point, they are going to be in person again. And Mm -hmm. that in-person connection is the most powerful way to connect with people. But it's going to continue to also happen online. And that's the easier way to do it. We had talked about getting media attention. Another opportunity for authors is to write pieces for online publications and for other news organizations or other online magazines because they're looking for pieces that will draw readers in. So if you want to pitch just like pitching to speaking events, looking to see what online magazines, what blogs, what podcasts, what other news gathering organizations, what they're looking for. How can you speak into that and how can you submit pieces that will speak to their audience that also happen to be your ideal readers as well? All right. So for authors out there that are leery of using social media, but also for authors that are using social media, the ways that we can connect with our readers not using social media or in addition to using social media involves, first of all, adjusting your mindset, making sure that you have realistic expectations and understanding what your options are. Then it obviously starts with your ideal reader, just like everything else we talk about. You got to know who you're trying to connect with before you go to where they are, online or offline. Our third point was it helps to start local and then grow out from there. And then finally, you can think of ways to reach a wider audience, like speaking at events, pitching stories to magazine websites. And just finding new ways that you, as an author, can connect with readers directly. So what is the make it happen moment for this topic? The make it happen moment would be to identify one point that we've made here to think about what you can use to apply to your marketing, whether you're on social media or not. What is one task that you can add to your marketing plan to start connecting with readers in person or directly that are outside of social media? So whether it's going to your local library Mm -hmm. and speaking with a librarian, whether it's doing some research about events or meetups that might be taking place both locally and online. Yes, pick one thing and start from there. You don't need to do the whole lot (laughs) right away. Start simple, get fancy later. And if you haven't done your ideal reader profile yet. Holy moly, do that. That's the best place to start. That (laughs) is absolutely going to open up a whole new world for you. And we do have the streamlined marketing guide that you can get for free on the website to get you started. That is going to help you get started on identifying your ideal reader, figuring out where you need to be online, 
it's going to help with everything. So go to mixusmedia.com slash guide. It'll also be in the show notes and download your free copy. As always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.